Hello, and welcome to Becoming, hosted by Lisa Loveland and Costa Hansis. This podcast is focused on helping you become the best version of yourself. And no matter where you are on that journey, we hope to bring you one step closer with every episode. Now, please join me in welcoming your hosts, Lisa Loveland and Costa Hansis. Hey, everyone. Today, we have Tiago and Kaina. They are the co-founders of the platform Inevitable. They're going to be speaking about the future of Web3, as well as educating ourselves on everything crypto. Hope you enjoy the show. Today, we're going to start like we normally do before we get into our fun conversation. Why don't you just tell our viewers um, what Inevitable is? Awesome. Thank you for having us, Lisa and, and Costa. So Inevitable today, Inevitable Media is you know, divided into two main business units. One is Inevitable Studio that kind of can present better than me and Inevitable Academy. Our attempt with Inevitable Academy is to provide how high level education about Web3, NFTs and the metaverse because, you know, right now we have a lot of people creating content about, you know, this new space on uh, Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or Twitter. And sometimes are just some guys, you know, making a dance and say, you should buy these NFTs and these NFTs will make you rich. And our mission is to help onboarding, you know, millions and billions of people into Web3 and the metaverse. And we think that this is not just not the right way to do it. So we need to provide high level education about you know, why NFTs are so important, why this Web3 thing is so important. How can you position yourself or your company or brand to you know, take this word, you know, to, to be well positioned to Disney World. And yeah, this is Netable Academy. So how do you simplify that? There's so much information and it's so confusing to people. What were some of the concepts that you thought were going to be most important to walk people through? I think you should you know, start by understanding the blockchain. You do not need to understand you know, like nodes or something like this, but you need to understand why the blockchain is so important, why Bitcoin is so important, why Ethereum is so important. So if you know why these things are important, then you can, okay, so now I understand more about NFTs or the metaverse or Web3. Totally. I, I want to back it up a sec too. And I, we, we're so huge on edu- education too. So that's amazing to see. But I'm kind of curious, how did you guys even get into the world of NFTs and Web3? Okay. I am a you know, big crypto enthusiast. I have been studying crypto for, for some years now. And I think maybe December 2020, I started to study about NFTs and, you know, just blew my mind because NFTs can change, you know, entire industries. It's just a better way to, you know, record transactions. And this can change a lot of industries. And I, you know, me and Kainan, we use it to work together. And I just said, man, we need to be part of this. We need to be involved with on this because these technologies will change everything. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say in terms of that, like how did you guys in terms, I'm sure you had some frustration in terms of the education process. Cause for me, when I got started in NFTs and Lisa, it's like, 
where do you even look for information? It changes so quickly. You just said that too. Like, it feels like every week is like, they joke around every week's a couple months in NFTs. So like, how are you guys able to kind of center that and stay on track with that? Uh, just one point. I think that it was a lot of mistakes that we had to, to make to get that learning right. Uh, we launched uh, some collections before transitioning to building a platform with Inevitable Studio. And man, did we commit mistakes. <laughs> Uh, because sometimes the, the sources are unreliable, the documentation is uh, not complete and things are still being released and being uh, support to everything still being developed. So it's a very volatile place to be on and you need to be, um, to be able to adapt and learn always. And are those some on your platform that you're, you're kind of educating people about what pitfalls to not fall into? Um, so I really think that um, as we were, we were saying before, uh, we want to allow people to learn the principles of what the technology does, because if you want to launch an NFT collection and then attach uh, uh, some usefulness to it, it's going to be way harder because you're trying to justify uh, why it exists before one having a reason for it to exist and then uh, making it. So we focus on Academy, giving you the, the concept and understanding what the technology does and which kind of problems they can solve. So those uh, solutions and those concepts can just marinate on your head as you go about your normal professional life. Uh, and just having that on the back of your mind, uh, it could uh, come out eventually to solve a problem or to add more value to your product or to your uh, community. Um, so that's uh, a big focus, just taking things low, learn the basics, what it does, what can it do. Um, yeah. You know, crypto is like the ultimate formal industry. So this is why we think that you know, understanding the, the principles is so, so important. Because if you, you know, are going with the headlines, oh, I will get rich, I will get rich quick, you are not going to make it, you know. You need to understand the principles and, okay, what can I build with this? And not, oh, I will enter this world just to make some money or to trade or something like this, and this is so, so dangerous. This is why we focus on principles. You need to understand the principles so you can, you know, just silence the formal. Yeah. Totally. I couldn't agree. I mean, what you just said, you guys both kind of say, said the similar thing too, but in terms of you were saying before you built projects and you got involved in actually creating stuff and made a lot of mistakes. And Tiago, you just said the idea about building. And I think that's a huge thing too, because there is so much content out there. We were having this talk before too, but having so much content out there, you kind of feel as though if you're just watching content, investing in projects that you're somewhat of an expert or you like, you know, you know a lot about NFTs, but I personally, me and Lisa both know from actually starting a project, like you're going to learn very quickly once you start a project that you know relatively little about the whole NFT space. So it's, it's just like, a, it's a huge thing that it's a mindset shift because you think like you you do honestly, and people talk about it, but like I, I, we learned super quickly. It, it was crazy. The amount, like I couldn't believe and I, it was almost like a greater appreciation for the the team behind a project. And especially whether that's an NFT project or, or just in the Web3 world, how important having a great team is. 
and how important having the right utility is, what you guys are talking about as far as having the principles behind it, not just having a cash grab, because as much as the industry is changing so quickly, people are much more aware of, whoa, that doesn't look right. Whoa, I just, that was a, a rug pull. So, and it's nice to see that tracking, right? That it's actually leaning more towards the credible aspect of the industry, not the, hey, let's just run out there and throw out some crazy project, make a bunch of money, and then we're, you know, we're in the weed, we're in the, uh, we're, we're, we're gone. Uh, and uh, it's because I think that this is a um, this is a perspective of people that really want to make money fast and uh, pick pick up the hype and use it to um, make a lot of money and yeah sure but we we really as Thiago always says uh, we are on this for the long run so we just want to learn be around and have um, skin in the game to from which book is that from Thiago. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with making money, right? It isn't to yes, say, yes. you know, you can't make money, but it's how, how can you make money in an ethical way that actually betters people's lives and businesses? And I think Web3 is giving us an incredible opportunity to do that. And it's important for the people that are in the space that are the creators to make sure that we maintain that, that ethical and principle-based development and not allow, you know, we're trying to go towards a decentralized, you know, world as much as we can, right? It's not 100% effective to be completely decentralized. But when we take that to the music industry and the arts, we, we want to make sure that the larger people who own it now don't come in and buy that intellectual property and, and, and make Web3 what we see now in, in, in regular corporate America. And I think that maybe the right mindset should you know, go deep on Web3 or NFTs is when you're you're looking to invest your money, you should be, you know, develop an investor mindset, not a, you know, just trader mindset. Just, mm -hmm. you know, like NFTs or Web3, you need to be there for the long run, you know. Right. You need to be involved on this for the next five or 10 years because this is going to change the world. It's changing the world already. So I think this is a great mindset. Totally. I think there's definitely room for like where there's so many different pockets in the Web3 world that there's essentially we talk about a lot. There's not there is, I guess, competition in some aspects, but there really isn't because there's so much room for you to come in and really do your own thing and take an approach that I mean, you should essentially go into the Web3 world and pick what you're passionate about and build it because the chances are there might be a few things kind of similar, but you're going to bring a different perspective. So um, I think that's one way to look at it as well on top of that. Uh, question for you guys. So like in terms of inevitable, say I'm like new, I just found out about inevitable. Can you take me a little bit through like the process of like someone who wants to learn more about crypto? Like how would that process look? Um, is there a platform you go to first? How does that work? So we always say that if, you know, if you want to learn about crypto, you should start from the beginning. You should you know, read the, the Bitcoin white paper. This was the beginning of everything. And if you want to learn about NFTs, the right way we think, there's a great source from Anderson Horowitz called NFT Canon. There's a bunch of podcasts or articles, and this is just a, a great source to really understand why this technology is so important, what you know builders are building up there. And with Neptable Academy, we should be launching a lot of courses in the next few months. So yeah, it's a great source too. Sweet, yeah, I definitely think that um, 
doing your research before you even buy an NFT in crypto NFT, before you do that, before you kind of necessarily buy a course even or sign up for a course or whatever it is too, you should probably have at least some foundation of what NFTs are. Do your own research. There's a ton for sure. Those are great resources right there that Tiago mentioned in terms of there's tons of YouTube videos. I think a question I get a lot of, a lot of the times on LinkedIn or wherever it is, Twitter, got this today. Like, how do you start a project and how do you, how do you do this? Or how the so basic questions, which I, I really don't mind answering. I'm sure you guys get this a ton too, but it's a, a thing where you, if you're asking somebody how to start a project, that's probably not the question you should be asking somebody, especially if somebody started a project, you should hopefully have done your research and ask like, how can I avoid this mistake? I'm running into this mistake. So I think it's, it's super important to, if you're out there listening to this show right now, do your own research, be educated, because I, I think it was a, a Mark Cuban co quote, or he said it in an interview too, people say that there's no dumb questions or there's no stupid questions. And he just gave a funny response to it saying like, yeah, well, actually there is, because when he feels as when somebody asks them, asks him a question about something, it's showing how much research they've done prior before even asking them the question too. So I, I definitely think in this world where it's so busy, there's so many, Tiago, you have a ton of followers on LinkedIn. I don't know how many, how many you are right now, but I'm sure you get a bunch of messages and it's hard to answer everybody too. So if you want to get in touch with somebody, somebody's listening to the show and like wants to learn more and actually reach out to people like us in the show um, and learn more, definitely try to center your focus around maybe specific questions. It's just easy to respond to. There's just a ton we get. It's also so important, you know, with, with the space moving so quickly and projects coming up all the time. I think when you come up with your idea, it's really important to stay focused on your idea and not look at the shiny objects. Oh, they're doing this and that just minted and it just sold out in two minutes. Maybe I should change my artwork a little bit and be like that. Oh, maybe I should have a utility be a little bit different. Anytime we go off of what our initial, not to say that you shouldn't be looking and pivoting because of course you should, that's only good business, but stick with your idea. If you really felt it, stick with it, Th think it through, and then put together a plan and get advice from other people, but don't get advice to change what you had originally thought was going to be impactful. I think that's a great point because, you know, we see a lot of brands or people right now saying, I need to launch a collection. I need to launch an NFT collection. And, you know, in some cases, you shouldn't launch an NFT collection, yeah, right. at least not right now, you know? Yeah. You can, you know, go to Mirror or, or, and understand you know, what Mirror is doing with online publishing. You can write some articles there. You can study more about OpenSea. You can study more about Ethereum name service. You do not need to launch an NFT collection just to, to talk, you know, to your boss or your friends that you launched an NFT collection. So I think there are a lot of different ways to, to start, you know, playing with, with this, these new technologies. You do not need to to launch an NFT collection up front. Right. Totally. And yeah, I, I definitely think that's a big just one. Just making use of uh, just making use of the audience. I always like to to uh, talk with my developer friends. Um, if you're a brand, you don't necessarily have to. But if you're a developer, definitely do. Definitely try to deploy your own contract. If you know how to program already, it's way easier than you think to learn this and damn there is so much space there's so much uh, demand for this kind of job and if you are um, just thinking about it just uh, open open zeppelin documentations uh, or just anything and try to definitely open zeppelin doc documentations but just try to deploy a contract and that already will give you some good experience to to try to enter the the market there are many jobs to be <laughs> fulfilled 
So talking about uh, smart contracts, I think it's so fascinating how, how, how smart contracts and DAOs can have such a potential to change everything about how we live and work and, and have, have businesses. Let's just have a, a random conversation. What do you guys think? Like, wh wh what's your thought on where we're going to see this stuff in the next five, seven years? Uh, yesterday, we talked with uh, we talked with uh, another we talked with Ray, and he asked us what was uh, what what were our oh fuck moments. This is this is something <laughs> else. That. And for some people, is uh, when a lot of money enters the the wallet. Uh, for some people, it's like when a community is built. But for me, it was definitely when I interact with uh, interacted with my first contract. And there was no server, no infrastructure. It was just my website and the contracts somewhere out there. And that was my oh fuck moment. This is definitely <laughs> going to be something we see uh, on the future, just like querying an API or saving data to a database, uh, talking, uh, interacting with blockchains and integrating them on on normal corporations will definitely be um, usual. There are definitely a lot of those moments, especially, I don't know if we're, there was a lot for, I guess, I don't know when the exact moment was, but I think I just like, I remember waking up one day and like it finally clicking and being like, okay, I get this. I think somebody, it was either Gary Vee or somebody said something which kind of illustrated the space in like a, a different way for people that weren't really familiar with what, what NFTs are when he gave an analogy. And I think that's very important are analogies and storytelling and even giving examples because not everybody knows about NFTs, but if you can explain NFTs, in a way that's maybe web two or more like that, then and give like, for example, like the cars, like your car or your deed to your house, like that could be an NFT and telling people that NFTs aren't just art. I think everybody's caught up in the whole NFTs are just art thing, but there's there's so many uses just for the verification of the blockchain. That's why I think it's very important, as you guys said in the beginning, that you should start with blockchain, at least have a high level understanding of like what it actually means. What does blockchain, blockchain technology even mean in the first place? Where do you guys see your platform going in the next number of years? So for the for the studio, we we aim it to be a generalized abstraction layer for the technology part. So if you want to, you're a content creator, you're a creator of some sort, and you want to bring your project to a tokenized ecosystem, uh, we can help you out with uh, your front end, your contract, your personalized API, and also uh, deliver utility solutions for that. So. Uh, integrating with social media uh, networks, integrating with gated content or specific content related to a token. Um, so that's it, a utility toolkit. And with the Academy, we are bringing a lot of you know, experts from different industries that are building things on Web3 or NFTs or or the metaverse, the, you know, not just talking about this, but really building people, you know, that are building on their their companies, because you no, know, they are they have their skin in the game. They are putting their hands on something, and we need to you know launch a lot of different courses because we talk a lot of about you know reskilling or upskilling, and right now with Web three this is going to be huge yeah. because you need to change the way you see technology, change the way you see collaboration. So yeah, I think that reskilling and upskilling will be huge in the next few years. 
I, I love, I, and we've said this on so many of the podcasts, but it it's bears repeating because it's so hopeful and exciting. It's all the collaboration. You know, it's everybody coming together with these new ideas and new ways of thinking and, and, and not needing to have, you know, ownership right up front. I mean, obviously people want to own their own IP and, and that will be figured out. But the fact that everybody comes together, not everybody, but a lot of this industry comes together in the learning and in the execution, it, that alone is just so different than what we are, what we have been used to historically. And I think that's a great point because, you know, with the centralized technologies, you know, NFTs and, and the whole point of Web3, we will have a lot of different business models than we have today. And I think we, we are not aware of them right now. You know, Kevin Kelly says, the internet was inevitable, Twitter, Facebook, were not inevitable. And I think, you know, we can use this analogy here. Uh, these new business models are inevitable. We are not, we're not, you know, know which these business models will be, you know, how they will look like. But a lot of different things will, will, will appear in the next few years. And these technologies are perfect for this, for collaboration, for these new kinds of businesses. I'm excited to see where the industry goes. I'm fired up. It's just a, it's a breath of fresh air. As Lisa was saying, we were all saying too, just the collaboration and just meeting. We met on LinkedIn just through content. So, I mean, people talk about LinkedIn not being um, a kind of where NFTs take place. Everybody's like Twitter and Discord, but I think LinkedIn has a lot to offer. So if you aren't using LinkedIn out there, definitely get on LinkedIn, interact comment on people's posts and you, you'll meet a lot of great people out there, but you just need to start and take the leap forward. <laughs> Twitter and, and Discord are great because, you know, NFTs I think, are almost born there, but there are a lot of, you know, noise on these, these yeah. platforms, you know, right. this is why I love LinkedIn right now. Yeah. Much more silent than noise. I really like, I think that's on Twitter uh, and Discord, people are very, they want the, content very concise and quick, but on LinkedIn, is it's possible to go further into detail about things. I really like uh, taking topics that are going on now and just explaining some more interesting technicalities of it. And I think that LinkedIn is the perfect uh, audience for that, while it might not fly so well on, on Twitter, for example. So, yeah, definitely it's nice works. to have a bunch of different platforms. And we have available as long as you're open to going and, and looking for it and finding people that you trust and kind of resonate with. And we have much more accountability on, on LinkedIn. You know, we are not anon founders reading the youth made collection with a giant roadmap. You know, we are there, there are our faces, our background. Yeah. So I think this is so, so important for this space right now because you have a lot of scams and road posts. We need to build trust. If we want to onboard millions and billions of people into Web3, we need to build trust. You know, people need to trust the people that are behind these new technologies. And isn't that why there's so much change? Is because we don't trust anything. There's there's no trust in our society anymore. So we don't want to go into another platform that has so much potential for hope and change and bring in some of the same principles and characteristics that have brought us to such an unfortunate place in society. 
Thousand not to pounds. leave it on a on positive note, but <laughs> I think it's positive when we reframe when we frame it in the way that we have during the show. Well, guys, this has been fantastic. Um, we're thrilled to have you on the show. We hope to have you back. Thank you for listening to this episode of Becoming. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.